0: Lope in the building, my life been a movie, I should've filmed it nicely with the pen game. Pops taught me the spit game. Get your cameras ready, we to catch when I'm in frame. product, opinionated when I'm coming through, smooth with it. I'll be kicking back? could Google it. Bring a black to the book. He the truth, just another lane. Lot I'm a crown heights legend, still rapping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product Podcast. Gia. what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You are now locked into the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 18, baby. We rocking out. Bong, bong. We fucking legal right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Three more episodes and we could drink. You know what I mean? I'm gonna take a shot for y'all on this show. ass. Yo, um Shouts out to Anchor for the distribution. Shouts out to the streaming platforms that picked up my show. Shouts out to I Radio, Amazon Podcast, Spotify, everybody. I love y'all. I promise I will not let you guys down. I will not let the fans down because the fans are a driving force. And I've been saying that. Let's keep reciprocating this energy. Let's keep this wave going. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today is episode 18. Today's topic, Inspiration Dealer. I am a fucking Inspiration Dealer. I actually, I don't know if, uh, well, a lot of y'all are are, are following me on um, Instagram. And I had posted this like about a week ago, I would say something like that. And I said in the post, specifically, I am an inspiration dealer. I will sell you the willpower to win. Listen to me. I am an inspiration dealer. I will sell you the willpower to win. That's some power. What I'm saying is fucking powerful, but it's 100% fucking facts. You know why? Because there are a lot of people right now that need a push in life. There's people right now that need to be told they're great. See, a lot of y'all don't know y'all greatness, and that's the problem. A lot of you guys, a lot of y'all are, are, are so used to losing. And I'm not saying this to ridicule you. I'm not I'm not saying this to be an asshole. I'm, I'm serious because I've seen it. A lot of people are accustomed to losing. They are so used to getting the short end of the stick in life. They don't know what it feels like to win. If, if some of y'all right now <clears throat> that is so used to losing won, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. You wouldn't, but guess what? That's why the fuck you got me. I am an inspiration dealer. And and I've been that way for a very long time. I wasn't always that way. I, I'm, I'm like a lot of y'all. Like I've been, I've been through struggles, yo. Strug- like shit you don't even understand. Struggles. Like like from the time I was born, I've had struggles in adulthood. I've had struggles that have knocked me the fuck down. Like I, I, I've been in a boxing ring with life and taken two, two pieces, fucking three pieces. I took gut punches from life but I got back the fuck up. You know why? Because I pray and I push. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm a firm believer. You cannot do everything on your own. You need God in your life. And I'm not trying to sit here and become a preacher to y'all, but I'm dead ass fucking serious. Excuse me for cursing and using God in the same sentence, <laughs> but I am for real. I, I really, I'm really. i very passionate when I talk about this type of stuff because I really need y'all to understand what I'm saying. Let me tell you something. It's, it's like Biggie said. And everyday struggle. I know how it feel to wake up fucked up, pockets broke as hell, and never rock to sell. Yes, I've been there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I told y'all in a while back. I almost started selling crack when I was a, when I was an early teenager, and, and this is a true fucking story. I got family that I don't even know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I didn't. <laughs> I did sell crack, but I came very close to it. So when I, when I before I get more into the whole inspiration, dealer, I'm gonna tell y'all the story, and it actually. It goes neck and neck with everything that I'm saying, because everything happens for a reason. My mother, my father decided to call it quits. And before I decided to follow my pops and go down south, I was going to stay in Brooklyn with my mother. Because you know, boys love their mother. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I didn't want to leave my mother. My my brother, my sister was older. They already moved out. She was by herself. <clears throat> my next question was, what are we going to do for money? Because at the time, my mother wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? We, we was fucked up on Crown Street already while my pops was there, we, we had a hard life. You know what I'm saying? My pops wanted to leave and better himself. You know, it wasn't working out with them. So me being 14 going on 15 and I'm looking like, okay, damn, I'm about to be the man of the house. What am I going to do for money? So the funny thing that happens, a lot of things happen for a reason. Sometimes it ain't always God doing this for a reason. It's evil, evil. Evil will influence people to give you opportunities to fuck yourself up. <clears throat> and thank God I didn't. So I knew an older cat. I used to hang out with older people all the time. I knew an older cat. He came to me and he came to one of my man's was the same age. Well, now my boy was actually a year younger than me. And he was like, yo, I love how y'all be moving. Y'all don't be out here doing goofy shit like the rest of these dudes. I'ma put y'all on. I want y'all to work for me. I'm I'm gonna front you some work. I'm gonna sell you how to, I'm gonna show you how to sell this shit. And this this was the honest fucking truth. So I didn't do it, but I was thinking about the shit. So <clears throat> Me moving was a small factor of why I didn't do it. I'm going to tell y'all the main factor why I didn't do it. Like I said, I used to hang out with older people all the time. So one time, one night, I'm kicking it on the other side of my building. Now, the building I grew up in, it was a six-story building with two fucking sides. Many, many apartments in that shit in the heart of Crown Heights. So I'm on the other side of the building one Friday night. It's like 1, 1.30 in the morning. Older cats, they chilling, they smoking weed. I wasn't a big weed smoking, but I'm kicking it because I was one of those younger dudes. I was, I was just, the energy, the hood energy for me, it, I loved it. I fucking, I fucking loved it. And I'm going to keep it real. I, I used to hang out in front of corner stores. I used to hang out in front of bodegas. I used to be on the block sitting on cars doing wild shit. I did that shit. So we're on the other side of the building. And I knew I had a homeboy that lived on the other side of the building. He didn't grow up with us, but he had moved in maybe like two years before that. So, you know, we all, we all fuck with something. He was cool. He had a very hard life. His, his life was harder than my life. He, he had a sister. Uh, she was a couple years. She was a few years older than him. He was a little younger. Um, he, his mother and his father both smoked crack. I'm not going to get into too many details because people that listen, that grew up with us. I don't want to reveal who this was, but they all knew it. His, both, his mother and his father both smoked crack. Bad. I mean, really bad. Um, she was a nice woman. I used to be in her crib, chilling with her son. We watching TV and shit, kicking it, playing video games. But yeah, she she smoked crack, and, and I used to hate seeing him go through this shit because you could see the pain on his face. You know, as a kid, when you when you're dealing with home life and you're dealing with pain, you try to do different things to like block that shit out or make it look like it don't phase you. But it did. Of It had to phase him. I seen it. So we chilling one night. We on like the third floor on the back staircase. They rolling up and shit. You know what I mean? Bong, bong, bong. Playing music or whatever. His mother walk up. His mother go to, to a son that was gonna put me on and was like, "Yo, I need two things." And and you know, she he was like, all right, boom." So he reaches in his pocket. He pull a cu- a couple crack vials out. Then she was like, "Oh, I ain't got no money though." This is where the shit got crazy. She was like, "Yo, I ain't got no money." He was like, "You did this shit last time." She said, "Yo, come on, like come on, I ain't got no money." He said, I bet. Well, if you ain't got no bread, you know what the fuck you got to do. I watched this woman get on her knees, proceed to pull this man's penis out and give him a, a, a head right on the staircase. Yes, I'm, I, I can't. I cannot make this shit up. I watched this woman who I was best friends with of her son. I used to be in this woman's crib chilling. I watched this woman get on her knees and proceed to pull this man's penis out his pants because she wanted to crack that fucking bat. She wanted drugs that fucking bad. And you know what I did? I got up and I was like, yo, son, I'm out. I'm going to see y'all later. I walked away. I went home. <clears throat> at that moment, I said, I'm not selling drugs. Thank God my mother wasn't on crack. Thank God uh, uh, the women in my family wasn't smoking crack. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this shit to throw shade at nobody. I'm saying this shit because this was a reality. That was that was a defining moment for my life. See, a lot of people. We, in, in the black community, we be looking at like selling drugs and being a big time drug dealer as a, a, it's like a, it's like a code of honor. It's like a, a thing of fortune. It kind of places us on a higher scale. But guess what? <clears throat> you winning and you being the fly drug dealer in the hood, where money is causing pain for somebody else. It's causing pain for some, it, it is causing pain for somebody else. So <clears throat> I've actually, me telling y'all this story, I've actually told the same story to four other people. Younger dudes and these four other younger dudes I told the story to all decided not to sell drugs because I, I needed to inspire them and I needed them to look at this shit from the flip side of the coin. I, I needed them to look at this shit from the other side of the spectrum. And one of them, <clears throat> one of them didn't really want to listen at first. And I said to him, I said, Yo, what if that was your mother? I said, What if you was coming home and you was walking up the steps of your building and you saw your mom's on her knees? giving somebody head or, or, or whatever. I, I hate to say giving somebody head. I don't know who's going to listen. I'm, it's a little vulgar. This is an adult show. We're adults, right? So yes, fuck it. I said it. I said, what if you caught your moms giving somebody head for crack? How would you fucking feel? And, and I had to really, really talk son out of doing it and and, and, whatnot. and I'm glad he didn't. He's doing way better in life way fucking better I'm not, I'm not gonna say his name i'm not gonna disclose who it was but son is doing better in life and, and i like to inspire y'all you, you know what i mean we 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 all heard the term um words hurt but guess what words also help words don't just hurt they help words words are powerful you know what i mean um i got i'm gonna tell y'all a story i got an x right she's an asshole <laughs> i got an x right we all got an ex as an asshole. We might have a... Shit, I might I might be the ex-asshole in somebody's story. I'm not perfect, you know what I mean? But I got to ex, she's an asshole. Years ago, when we was in like the talking stage, and we had... um, You know, we met, exchanged numbers. We was in the talking stage. One, it was like a random Saturday night. And I just picked up the phone and called her. I was like, I, I don't want to text her. Let me, let me hear Shorty voice. And, and I'm on the phone with her. I don't know how this happened, but... The energy of the conversation went straight into me talking to her about life. Um, I, I was telling her what should strengthen, you know, a man and a woman's character characteristics. I was talking to her about what should drive a person to do X, Y, Z. It, this ended up being like a whole hour and a half, two hour conversation that me and Shorty had. And the crazy thing about this shit, I remember, I remember about two years later, you know, we're together now. We're like in a full relationship. Two years later, we're, we're talking and she said, yo, I want to tell you something. I'm like, yo, what's popping? You know, when women say, I want to tell you something, conversation go left. So I, even though I wasn't doing no shit I shouldn't have been doing, my fucking heart start beating. Because as a man, these conversations that get initiated by a woman, they don't go so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's usually about speculation of you cheating or you got caught doing some shit. And I wasn't doing no shit. So I was like, ah, right, here come the speculation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's an asshole. But um, <laughs> my bad. So, you know, two years later, she was like, yo, I got to tell you something. I said, I said, what's up? She said, remember that night you called me and it was like a random night, Saturday night. And, you know, we talked for like an hour and a half, two hours with the the bong bong conversation. I'm like, yeah. She started uh, giving me details so I could remember. I couldn't remember at first. So I'm like, yeah, I remember that night. She said, yo, she said, I was, I was in a bad space before you called me. I said, what are you talking about? She said, I was going through a lot of things in life at that time. She said, I was literally laying in the middle of my kitchen floor crying, contemplating a lot of things and thinking to myself, you know what? I don't know if I could continue to go on anymore. And I was like, I'm I'm when she's telling me this, I'm shocked, like, oh shit. Like I did I would have never known that because when she answered the phone, I couldn't hear no no I couldn't hear her crying. She didn't sound like she had been crying. It was like a it was like it started out very regular. And she told me, she said, yo you don't know how much you helped me that night by calling me and sitting on the phone with me and having that conversation with me. So like I've been saying, like our, our words, our words can help and it can hurt. Hopefully your words are helping people, not hurting people. You know what I'm saying? Um, Check it out. We have to take a break right quick. We got a word from our sponsor. Shouts out to Inga. We will be right back with the Life of Product Podcast. Jia, welcome back to the Life of Product Podcast, man. Shouts out to Inc. I love you guys. You you guys are uh, very dope. Um, as I was saying before, I am an inspiration dealer. People such as myself, we are fucking needed. We are we are especially especially in 2021, where everything going on right now, we're fucking needed. People going through things, man. Like the mental health rates are through the fucking roof. Um, they it's been said that they have went through the roof more than they were before. During the pandemic, <clears throat> the the youth, the the younger kids, the younger adults, the kids, the teenagers, they need people like me. They need pe- They 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 need somebody that has experience in life that's not going to sit down and and talk shit to them because a lot of y- a lot of y'all adults be doing that fuck shit. And I don't, I don't like that shit. I don't I don't like adults that sit teenagers down or younger adults down or kids and just talk at them like like they're fucking bigger than them. You are bigger than nobody. You're a human being. We literally bleed the same blood. We all we all are made up of the same type of DNA. Fuck that shit. Do not talk to these kids like they're a piece of shit. <clears throat> that actually uh it it, it grinds my gears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love using that term, but it grinds my fucking gears. I, I don't like stuff like that. Um a lot of them are going through pain. They they they're going through painful shit in life. It's things that there's people out there right now going through shit you wouldn't even know. They're sick, they have family problems, they have relationship problems. There are people out there right now that have high levels of insecurity. They, ha- they have levels of insecurity you couldn't even fucking process it. they sat and they told you right now. But But it might sound ridiculous to you, but it is real life for them. It is reality for them. See, what I try to tell people all the time, me, I've been through a lot of shit, like I said. I process pain differently. Now, it took years to get here. It took years to get, I've learned that you can't just get mad about everything. Yeah, you can get upset. You can be down, and you can feel down about that shit. But there's a certain uh, uh at a, once you get to a certain level in life when you've been through certain shit in life, you you tend to look at it differently. So I tell people all the time, I process pain differently. Pain for me is not the same as everybody else. Pain for me is biodegradable. I decompose that shit. I'm I'm dead ass. Listen to me. Pain for me. Is biodegradable. I decompose it. I fucking recycle it. I recycle pain, excuse me. My mind, my heart, my soul. All of that shit is a fucking machine. It's it's a machine. You ever been in a factory or one of those assembly line businesses and you see the machine how You got one thing going down, bong, 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 they break it down, they add to it. That that is me. I'm I am a fucking machine. My mind, my heart, my soul, all of that shit runs together. So I, I recycle pain. I run the pain through it. I put that shit to use every day. But what for me, I, I go to the gym, I rap, produce, I write music, my podcast, my lifestyle, me trying to inspire people. That is how I process my pain because it becomes an energy. You know what I'm saying? It pain is pain is a wasteful material. It's like garbage. You you're an ecosystem. Your your body is a fucking ecosystem mentally, spiritually. Uh, uh, fucking physically. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to get that waste out of you. Look how many times people hold pain inside of them, and they bottle that shit up, and they're like a ticking time bomb. And I am speaking from experience. I've had times where I've held everything, and and the wrong slash right person tested me, and it went bad for them. It went very fucking bad for them. But that's not good. That that is not good. By holding, think 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 of pain in your body as as shit. I just said it. It's it's uh, uh, look how many times you have to go to the bathroom. I hate this is a nasty analogy. (laughs) It's very disgusting. But look how many times you have to go to the bathroom, and you have to get it out. Your body, your stomach is in pain. You could you're holding yourself. You can't. You can't. You gotta. Once you get to that toilet, it releases. That is your pain. The pain in your in your body. It's a wasteful material. It's even though you can't physically touch it, it's not tangible. It's waste. You need to decompose that shit, recycle that shit, take that energy and put it into something constructive. Listen, I, what's the what's the girl? The, B Simone is the girl's name. The, didn't B Simone recently write like a manifesting book or something like that? I don't know too much details about it. I think she like had got criticized for it. I didn't read it, but the fact that she made like, right, she wrote or made or put out a manifestation book, I think that shit is fucking dope. See, a lot of people talk about manifesting. Because it sounds cool to them. A lot lot of them don't really know. They don't know like the driving forces behind manifesting. See, a lot of people, to me, there's three ways you can manifest shit. You can speak it, you can write it down, and you can think it. For me, speaking it doesn't really work because I'm the type of person, I'm a a doer. I'm not a talker. Even though I'm talking to y'all on a podcast, I'm not a talker in real life. I'm a doer. I don't like telling people what I'm about to do. I don't like blowing hot air. I'm a doer, but I'm also a thinker as well. Now, on the thinking side, that is what I call mentally manifestation. You have to realistically mentally manifest. You can't just mentally manifest and think everything's going to fucking happen. You can't just mentally manifest you're going to be in a relationship with somebody like Meg the fucking stallion. You don't even know, Shorty. You are not even in her tax bracket. It's not going to happen. You have to realistically mentally manifest that shit. You understand what I'm saying? Um, people will always tell you to speak it, but like I said, I'm a thinker. There are ways for you to manifest the things you want. You might want to, you might manifest your job. You know what I mean? You might, you might not like the position that you have. You have to think that shit first. You have to mentally manifest it. The relationship that you want, you have to mentally manifest it. You have to think to yourself realistically: Am I ready to have this woman in my life? Is this woman ready to have me in her life? Am I ready to be faithful? To this woman, these are the things. A lot. See, a lot of y'all dudes, y'all be so quick to rush and get with a, a, a female, not understanding that by you getting with this female, you just might be uh, 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 interrupting the peace in her life. And and, I, and I'm and I'm I'm not speaking. F- uh, I, I'm speaking from experience, I, and I, I'm going to talk to the dudes because I am a dude, so I can't speak from a woman's perspective. I can only speak from a man's perspective. You guys will get with a woman; she might have kids. You didn't think that. You didn't think it out and think if you're ready to be stepdaddy. You might want to get with this woman. You didn't think to yourself, can I afford this woman? Because there are women out there that have high high quality and taste. You know what I'm saying? What if she's regular and she's not all about materialistic shit, but at a certain point, you need to treat your woman good. You need to do things for her. Take a shop and do shit like that. A lot of y'all dudes do not think about that. And I'm not criticizing y'all. I'm, I'm being dead ass. You have to really say to yourself, am I solid as a man? and am I solid enough to be with this woman because men, like I said in past episodes, we are leaders, so you are you will once you get with this woman you need to be ready to lead, but you also need to be ready to be led as well because there are a lot of headstrong women and a lot of a lot of men are not ready for that a lot theres there's a lot of dudes out here that are not ready for headstrong women they are not they are I know a lot of them <laughs> you know what I'm saying they are not they're all women out here they pay their bills, they have businesses they started online businesses. There are women that are very attractive and they get a lot of attention. A lot of y'all men are not ready for that shit either. A lot of men carry insecurities to where they don't want their woman leaving out the house. They don't want them looking good. They don't want them smelling good. They might not want their woman to have male friends. There are a lot of things that you need to be ready for when you start mentally manifesting this relationship. You understand? You have to ask yourself as a man, is my work schedule going to allow me to spend time with this woman? Because a lot of us men, I'm speaking from experience, we grind it out. We working, we've worked 60, 70, 80 hours. If you're doing all of that, your woman might start talking to somebody else. And this is real shit because you need to. Honest, I, I look, man, I'm fully uh, uh familiar with the term. You can't lose women chasing money. You'll lose women chase. You'll lose money chasing women. Yeah, I understand that. But to keep it a g with y'all and keep it on some grown man shit, if you are trying to mentally manifest this relationship in this life with this woman, you have to say to yourself at a certain point, okay, I've worked enough hours, my money is good, or I make enough per hour, or my salary is good enough to where I can now separate my job and my life, and I can have time to be with this woman, because time is some shit we will not get back, you can lose a thousand dollars today, you can make that shit back next week, you will not get that time back, time causes uh, problems, and it causes distance, between men and women when they are seeing each other. And, and and I this shit has happened to me. So you could also mentally manifest your career. You have to realistically, and I keep stressing this, you have to realistically manifest your career. If you want to be a computer programmer, but you are bad at programming, how the fuck are you going to do it? You, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying don't go after it. Go after the credentials first. Go after the background and learning what you want to do For that career, then do the career, then pursue it. You understand what I'm saying? Don't try to, don't be out here trying to be a singer and you cannot sing for shit. Maybe you'll be a songwriter, I don't fucking know, (laughs) but don't be out here trying to sing and hit high notes and you sound like a fucking horny ass cat. It, It is not going to work. Please do not just run with the information I'm giving you and skip the realistic part because, oh, I've had conversations with people. And the shit they say to me, I just be scratching my head. Like, I, I, I can't get jiggy with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't get jiggy with that shit. the fuck is going on? Yo, you might need to mentally manifest the house you want. Real ass shit. Real ass. Listen, I got a friend of mine right now. She is house hunting. She is saving her money. She got her credit back up over 700. She is busting her ass to get this house. That's what, listen, you need to take a page out of her book. If you want that house, you need to knock everything off your credit. You have to see yourself in that house. You have to mentally manifest it. Think about that shit when you wake up. If you're not happy about the living situation that you have, when you wake up, mentally manifest that. That should be the first thing you think about when you wake up. It should be the last thing you think about when you go to bed. It should, you should think about that shit five to 10 times a day because you are mentally manifesting it, and that's where you're going to get at. If you want that house, you can get the house. If that house is sold by the time you're ready, you get a, go get a better house. Go get a house just as nice. Go get a house with one less bedroom uh, or one bedroom more, but you can do that shit. And this is what I try to tell people. I might be a little aggressive when I talk to y'all about this stuff, but I am passionate about it. All great things started from a feeling or a thought process. All great things. These are the ingredients to manifestation. Uh, 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 so l- let me give y'all a little more inspiration before I wrap the show up, right? Do you, you think the guy that started, you think Jeff Bezos started Amazon, he just freestyled that shit? Nah, fuck no. He had a feeling he wanted to start something. He thought that shit out. Everything comes from a feeling or a thought process. Nothing just, just, things, yeah, things might just happen in the form of a place. That's God doing that. Maybe, maybe a dash of, of circumstance, maybe, but real talk, like, you have to blueprint this shit. You have to blueprint it. It has to start somewhere. You have to literally sit down one day and say, I want X, Y, Z. Now you're going to have to say, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Now you're going to have to say, I got X, Y, Z because you did that shit. You know what I'm saying? This is your boy, Product. I am the inspiration dealer. This was episode 18. Rock out with the kid.